Today's podcast is brought to you by Borders. In May, thousands of Harry Potter fans descended upon New Orleans for the Phoenix Rising Conference. Borders and your friendly podcast hosts were there to take in the sights and share a lively discussion of the series that bewitched the world. Listen in and watch the action yourself. Check out the Phoenix Rising Borders Book Club discussion at bordersmedia.com slash Potter. Or click the Borders banner at the top of the podcast page. Welcome, welcome to another... Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening, we're always talking, we're Pottercasting, hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, yeah, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, we talk about the Harry Potter, Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening. Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, we're Potter casting. What? Hi guys. Hi. Thank you guys, it's Wichitonians. Wichitonians? Wichita? Wichitins? Wichitonisans? This is our last border show before deathly hallows which is 52 hours away or 53 53 48 plus five it's seven o'clock yeah seven o'clock here we're a little bit out of it but welcome thank you guys for coming out oh my gosh um we just got where were we last night thank you somewhere in st louis it's it's, there's just a lot of highway and a lot of speeding and john got a speeding ticket yesterday and so yeah lots of fun yeah but we're very excited every city we go to we like to start the show by doing a little test if you've been listening to our live podcast you know we've been testing to see which harry potter city we can say on july 22nd knew the most about harry potter whose predictions were most spot on Ooh. Spot on. And now, recently, we've been getting very similar answers. So, if it comes down to a tie, we're going to go by who's loudest. So, Uh guys got... St. Louis was pretty wild. Columbus was pretty wild. You guys got some living up to do, but I think think Kansas can pull it out. Okay. All right. So, John, you want to start? I will start. Fine. Our first question. Oh, we have grapes in a tin. (laughs) Check it out. First question is about grapes. No, it is not. No. Hmm. Grapes and hand lotion are delicious. Okay. My first question is about the veil that y'all saw in Order of the Phoenix very recently. If you think that uh, Harry will be going behind the veil at some point during um, Deathly Hallows, make your noise here. If you think Harry won't be going behind the veil, you can make noise here. That is the first time in a while that you guys have been more towards the no about the veil interesting interesting okay so our fourth second it used to be fourth and we changed it to second our second question is about harry and whether he'll be going to school if you think that harry will not what will be attending classes for his seventh year at hogwarts make your noise now you think harry will not be attending school this year That was pretty good. All right, cool. Okay. okay. I like that. Why don't you put a napkin under that or something? This is a big napkin. Okay. <laughs> I bet your mother loved that answer when you were a kid. Yeah. It's a big napkin. Okay. Uh, uh, number can... three is about whether or not Harry or his scar is a horcrux. If you think it is or he is a horcrux, make some noise here. This is Ben Shane's hometown. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> and if you think that... Uh, it is not a Horcrux. He is not a Horcrux. Make noise here. 
Almost pretty equal. Very nice. No, that wasn't equal. No. <coughs> Kansas does not think that Harry is a Horcrux. Okay. Our Wichita does not. Okay. Number three goes with our friend. Hey, where is our friend? Snapper. Number two, rather. Number four. Number f- We've been driving a lot. <laughs> Here's our friend, Mr. Snape. Okay. Professor Snap. Snapper. And he has an evil button and a good button. If you think Snape is a very evil man, make your noise now. Yeah. If you think Snape will turn out to be good. Positively. Snape's a total has, sweetheart. Has anybody, has, has any city ever come out on the evil camp? I don't ever? know, but... The- I hope I they're, they'll be, they're be with us today, because that's the topic oh, yeah, of our that is. conundrum. Number one, John, you take it. Number one. This is fun, eating the grape. Yeah, I know. Number one Sorry, is one? our biggest question here, if Harry will live or die. Do you think Harry will die, Sorry, or you'd like some grapes? <laughs> Make your noise here. You didn't, if you think Harry will live or die, make your noise here. Then they should Everybody all be making noise. Screamed. I didn't hear oh, any noise. We're tired. If you think Harry will live, make your noise here. <laughs> if you think Harry will die, make some noise here. <laughs> what was it? If you think Harry will live, make your noise here. <laughs> think Harry will die, make your noise here. Okay. Okay, that's the loudest we've gotten die for a while. Yeah. Have you guys been spoiled or something? No. Please, no. Nobody here has been spoiled, right? I've been saying that we're going to get a squirt gun. And anybody who comes up and says, you know, I heard something from the book, from the internet, I'm just going to, you know, so now watch out. I've got water. I only have. I, only I will know, do it. I, I will know one make cry. I only know. I only know one spoiler, and that's, that's Crookshanks kills Neville. Crookshanks comes out of nowhere. With a blade and kills Neville. Little blade? Yes. With a blade? A little switchblade. Are we in like West Side Story now? Yes. Crookshanks. Okay. So, poor people listening at home are going to hear us going for the whole show. Sorry, guys, we're eating grapes. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Panic Conundrum is all about Snap. Well, yesterday it was about why Snape is good. Today it will be about why Snape is Could be bad. Could be bad. How are the reasons, the theories, the discussions, whatever. So we're going to open up to you guys first. What? Now don't say, I think Snape is good because. Yeah. Because we've covered that, sort of. It's okay if you still think he's good, but if you're not 100% sure, like, no one's 100% sure. One person is 100% sure. But if you think that he could be evil, I want to hear why you think he could be evil. Nobody thinks he's evil. So that was the shortest kind of conundrum ever. And no, no, no. You can come on up. Not that far of a walk. Why are you there. wearing that coat here? Yeah. Oh, I get it. That's awesome. That's fine. That's really cool. Yeah, I think Snape is evil because if he was good, how would he redeem himself? He would show up and say, yeah, I'm good. And before he was finished with his sentence, he'd be blasted in the next week. Yeah, by the order, by anyone who sees him who's good. So maybe he'll die and then we'll find out that he's... You know, but yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't see how he would be able to redeem himself. Well, but then how's it going to work? Because if he's evil and still he shows up in front of anybody, he's going to be blasted into next week. So pretty much he's a dead man walking, you're saying. I think he's a dead man walking, but I just, I don't see how he would be able to redeem himself if he was good. He could die. Yeah. Well, he will. He will die. That's what I think. Yeah. 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 Who who here thinks Saint's going to die? Make Make noise. noise. We can hear. There you go. So often we have to remind people, like, it's a podcast. You got to make noise. Um... Live, Snape living. Just grape guy. He's alive? Why? You think he's the reprieve? Mm. I think it was Draco. That's what I think. The reprieve? Draco's gone by chapter five. Why did you give him three more chapters? Because I don't think he's important enough to be addressed so early in the book. Okay. No, you're right. Chapter two, it's usually 
lately, since book four, it's been like other point of view chapter to open. Yeah. Then we have Harry and wherever he is. And then we start getting into those stories. Pretty much. So maybe chapter five. Because you have Harry's going to go to the wedding, yeah. you know, for Ben and Fleur. He's got to start with where Grumpy Plank's been all this time. <laughs> chapter one. She's new to podcast. Yeah. You new? Yeah. John has this thing where he picks these minor characters and he makes a big deal out of them. I can't Grubbly wait Plank. to our big Grubbly Plank interview. You get, you will get that interview. I will. If we, if we get offered the Grubbly Plank interview, it's all John. Yes. It'd be hilarious. That and Richard Leaf. For sure. So, Severus, so, something else that we thought about in the car with, with Mr. Severus Snape. Mm-hmm. Joe and her names, right? Severus. Sever. To leave from. Divide. It's really clever. You never really hear people talk about that. But maybe this is him severing from the way. For severing from the... Maybe this is him not severing from the way. Maybe this means that he's going to break apart from everybody and, and, and go on his own. Anybody How think- lonely would that be for poor Snap? Oh, yeah, because he looks like he's not lonely. Um, oh, Anybody here think that Snape is all for himself? How, how so? Why? You guys recall the quote J.K. Rowling talked about how Hogwarts professors' spouses would be of interest at some point? Do you think Snape has uh, oh, a wife no. in Hogwarts somewhere? Madam Pence? It is gross. Could be the librarian. Could be P- Sinistra. S- Wormtail. Presented with the idea of Snape being in love with them, or was it somebody being in love with Snape? She said it was a very horrible thought, and you'll find out why in book seven. To have Snape love you. No, or the other way. Was it the other way? I don't know if he loved Lily. What do you think? Oh, we had a great th- talk yesterday. Oh, yeah. About He's how- so sure, this guy. <laughs> I, I love this. What we talked about yesterday is how um, the, the Half-Blood Prince, the book, the Potions book, would have been a, a collaboration with Snape and, and Lily Potter, or Lily Evans. And um, I think, Melissa disagrees, that Slughorn was aware that the book he was holding on to had all this cool stuff written on every single page and gave it to Harry because he wanted him to do well. Whether or not maybe he knew it was Lily's as was part of part of it would be awesome if he, if he was that aware, but I think he, he knew what he was doing when he was giving Harry effectively a cheat sheet for the entire year to get him up, get him some better grades, I think. I don't think so, because this, the book wasn't always displaying all that writing, first of all. It, it appeared as they were, you know. It like, what? Didn't it? appear no it's a chamber of secrets that's a diary you're thinking of the writing was in there all all along anyway but either way i just it's not it's not an important detail it's 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 there's a cool detail if we get to the point in book seven where slughorn stops and says oh harry by the way when i gave you that book i I mean i'll I'll, I'll think that a couple of pages could have been cut out of the book seriously i don't say so if we don't know out we're not gonna find out if we're not gonna find out then who cares there's loads of stuff we talk about that we probably never gonna find out that's not one of them it is to me i think it's cool okay okay what, Probably th- that's, not. That's a good question, actually. How come Severus Snape didn't? But then again, it's potions. Maybe Snape had it in the room. You know what I mean? On purpose. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Getting in the room of requirement was probably important. Definitely. Um, so a lot of people think that there could be a Horcrux in there. Though it, it seems like Harry should have to be really have have a hard time finding these things, and for them to be like in the house that he stays at for Christmas and at his remember requirement, and it seems like he has to journey a little further, make it a little harder. Mm, Hogwarts of history. I'd like to think it would be it'd be helpful in some way. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to find the book. I'm almost there. You know, when you're almost there and you can't quite find it, and it's like. Argh. Um, Slughorn, strode, Slughorn strode over to a corner cupboard and after a moment's for, foraging emerged with two 
very battered looking copies of advanced potion making by Labatius Borage, which he gave to Harry and Ron along with two sets of tarnished scales. He doesn't even differentiate wh- who, who, which book he gave to whom. He just gave that them to Harry, Harry and Ron. Harry doesn't. Point of view. Uh, yeah, I mean, mm. like, it's just not he grabbed two. That's it. He just emerged with two very battered looking copies. I'm sure we can lend you some scales. We've got a small stock of old books here. They'll do you until they get. You don't even know how many are in the cabinet. He just comes out with two. It's not important. Mm. Why are we talking about this? What? I don't know. It's not just two. He didn't. He just grabbed two books. It's lucky, lucky. It's like Felix Felicis moment. Know. Okay, can we talk about something important? Oh, for it. What were you talking about? I was reading. Got to catch me up. Hogwarts of history. What about it? If we're going to use it to find Horcruxes. No, I mean I don't. I don't think. I don't. <laughs> I'm just like no. <laughs> No. Well, I think Hermione might know something from Hogwarts of History that will be helpful. Yeah. Uh, they'll use Hogwarts of History to figure out how to activate the school's defenses when it's under attack by Voldemort. What Voldemort? Or what the Ravenclaw object was. I mean, yeah. Hermione's got all that, like, stored up here, you know? Unless she carries it with her on the Horcrux hunt, which I don't put past her at all. She could. You know, light reading. It's probably, like, this big, you know? Yeah. And she just takes it with them. Then again, they're so lucky. They could just shrink it. They could. Stick it in your pocket. That's why I'm so interested to see how they go upon this hunt, if they do go on, like, a hunt. Just how much easier it'll be for a wizard to do this when they can just apparate everywhere and shrink all their equipment to make it feather light. And it's going to be like a vacation, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Horcrux hunting. Well. Finding and destroying Lord Voldemort's Horcruxes, which, might, by the way, destroyed Dumbledore's hand. Vacation well, for Harry. He screwed up. <laughs> okay, he's an anyway. Old man. Severus Snape and why he's evil. Anybody got some more thoughts? Nobody. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. He had a lot of backup. Yes. But you, don't you think he had that story, like, re- rehearsed and made and he was ready for it? You know? Right, you did. She, he, he hid his face. Which, I don't know if it's him hiding his face or Joe hiding his face from us. Yeah. You know, but yeah, totally. Did anybody notice in book four when Harry says Lucius Malfoy was there about the Death Eater scene, Snape makes a sudden movement? Yeah, what's that about? What, you know? I what th- are they? Is that because Harry was naming Death Eaters, do you think? And I don't know. You want to be like, oh, you're talking about who was there? That could be trouble. Right. I mean, to be... Maybe that was a bad idea. Yeah, you don't want to talk about Death Eaters in front of them. Well, Harry, you know, I don't know. The, the Snape and Snape and Lucius are together quite a bit. I think we see right in the books. And what are they doing? Are they doing? Are they both working together against Voldemort? Like, mm-hmm. who? It's a du- a double agent. Like he's made a deal with Dumbledore way in the past. Because there's so much he can do and say, oh, well, I was just doing it so that they wouldn't be mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But now, do you think that Voldemort side completely trusts him now? Like, that was it? That was the act that did it? And who's left on the good side to believe him? An interesting theory about that is that um, somebody said, if we go back to the first book, he says, you can put a stopper in death. That maybe Dumbledore came back from that dying and he held it off. Until that moment, and he didn't really AK him. He just released the spell, you know, because he could block his mind. And Usually, if out of cadaver, you just die. He was blown backwards, it seemed, you know. But then again, this is Dumbledore we're talking, you know, so it's so it could have just been a nice effect. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's Dumbledore, you know. Um, no, uh, I was just saying that it's possible that Dumbledore having this 
apparently really solid reason to trust Snape may have confided that reason to other members of the order. I get the feeling that Lupin's aware of that reason, but that, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, of direct evidence for that. But Lupin has been the one to say to Harry and Ron before that, you know, Dumbledore trusts Snape, therefore I trust Snape. And so, aside from people just having this immense amount of trust in Dumbledore, I get the feeling that Lupin and maybe some other members of the Order know of, of Dumbledore's reason for that. And hopefully that's something we'll find out because it's kind of a big deal. So. Yeah. Well, it was before that. But, like, if Dumbledore knew that he was going to end up, you know, dying because Snape had to kill him, then I think he would have confided with the rest of the Order what the reason was for trusting Snape so that they can continue to use Snape um, as a resource there's my question about that. Why hasn't he? Why hasn't he confided? What could it be that he can't tell the order? Is it just simply because then once this final act of betrayal happens, then Voldemort and co. Like, is, is part of the plan for the order not to trust Snape anymore? Is this it? Well, you know, what just, if the order can't know? What if happens if just one order member gets captured and tortured for information? No. Snape's covers a whole shebang for yeah. nothing. So it's like the ultimate. Co- what, what, see, we're back on Snape being good. Oh. It's just impossible. It's impossible. Isn't it like almost impossible to have a real convincing conversation about why Snape is evil? Sure. Right. It's a little bit like Voldemort in a way. You're pre- we're pretty sure like the same way with like Hitler or whatever. You know, you tell certain people certain information yeah. so that no one person can destroy all your plans. You know, yeah. uh, you see Dumbledore doing that a bit. Hmm? We're all assuming that Dumbledore is good. It's an yeah. excellent point. Imagine if Dumbledore was evil, though. Like, seriously. Oh, my God. I'd probably close the book. (laughs) She'd have a riot. I would throw the book at John. (laughs) Yeah. His his relationship with Snape was so integral. Seriously, Dumbledore's mistakes are huge. Yeah, I mean, does anybody remember at what point in the book there was this moment where Dumbledore had a moment? Like, he faltered for a minute. And then said, no, I trust Severus Snape. I don't remember when that was. One of the lessons. It was right before the cave. It was when Harry burst in and says, Snape overheard my parents. How could you trust him? You know, he overheard the prophecy. Hmm. Gosh, I don't remember that. Wow. Love having the books right here. Borders, you rock. Dumbledore. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. But no, I think what she said over there is right, though, is that... Ah, 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 But he's a very good occlumence, isn't he, said Harry, whose voice was shaking with the effort of keeping it steady. And isn't Voldemort convinced that Snape's on his side even now? Professor, and then there's like a pause. How can you be sure Snape's on our side? Dumbledore did not speak for a moment. He looked as though he was trying to make up his mind about something. At last he said, I am sure I trust Severus Snape completely. Like, why? Right. He was trying to decide whether he was going to tell Harry something. Right. Yeah. But you'd think he would have learned that lesson in book five. You know, like, come on, Dumbledore. You know, come on. We, it's already people's lives have been cost for that stupid mistake. Maybe it's something bigger. I hope it's something bigger because we're kind of in this book. You know. Yeah, I think Dumbledore was having doubts. Though he does pretty solidly say, I trust Severus Snape. For a while, I thought that maybe that was like Dumbledore's way of, well, I gave Severus Snape my trust. I cannot relinquish that. That's it. You trust somebody, you trust somebody. I trust him. You know, but... Not to mention an unbreakable vow. No unbreakable vow. Yes, unbreakable vow. I don't... I mean, maybe about a certain, you know, a certain thing, a certain mission, a certain something, but it's not the basis of Dumbledore's whole trust of several Snape. I trust several Snape completely is not something you get out of an unbreakable vow. You get maybe like, I will do your dishes for a week. No. Out of an unbreakable vow. I will protect somebody until my death. 
that's not a reason to trust somebody completely. That's trusting that you that they will do a specific thing. That's trusting that that Severus will protect Draco for sure. Well, I trust him completely in all to, matters. Like, well, the vow could have just been trust you to to act, you know, in, in accordance of what's going to be the best for the order and not harm any of the students in the school. And to, you know, turn away from your former ways of being a Death Eater and being with Voldemort. It's not Dumbledore because, it's, yeah, it's open-ended. And Snape is the kind of person who, if, you know, if his ultimate betrayal is going to be, you know, if he's willing to do something to his death, then then it could just easily be a betrayal and cause his death. You know, it could just as easily be that way. Well, I don't know how soon that vet comes into effect. Goes into effect immediately, Dom. Well, yeah, so and and lasts until you die. Even the thought of breaking the vow could essentially kill him before he has a chance to break the vow. Right. So when he's doing all these crazy thought things to keep Voldemort from penetrating his mind, wouldn't the vow, you know, go into effect mm-hmm. right then? Are we done? With, I mean, does anybody have more thoughts on Severus Snape? Or I mean, that you know, that's. I mean, they're double unbreakable vows, but that you know, I believe that more than. I trust Severus Snape because he made an unbreak. If that's her reason, if that's his Dumbledore's big reason, I that's I'll be so disappointed. I'll be so God. You gave me your word. Oh, you signed a death contract. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> so, okay. Snape as Voldemort's illegitimate son. Potion's book is almost fifty years old. Diary was fifty years old. The but. Riddle was 16 at 15 years old. At 50 years ago. Somebody taught Snape occlumency. I think, I sort of feel that Snape taught himself occlumency. Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's self-taught as well. Dumbledore, I mean, I think Snape is the kind because he's been so picked on and you know kids like that try to find ways, yeah, to lock, the, to lock their thoughts off so that they're not vulnerable. Because when you're that picked on, you try and, I will not be vulnerable. And that's a way no. to close off vulnerability. I mean, Harry managed to get loop when they teach him a the Patronus spells, so why can't Snape get somebody to tutor him on how to be an alchemist? Right, Snape made up all those spells in the book, or Snape and somebody else made up all the spells in the book. Why couldn't he teach himself alchemancy? It seems like something you're natural at doing. Like, for instance, Joe said that Draco, she saw Draco as a very good alchemist, like a gifted alchemist. It seems like something that almost you don't need instruction in at all. If you if you are gifted at it, because Draco can seems like he can cut off his emotions, he can compartmentalize himself very well. Are there any more Snape's evil thoughts before we go on to our game? Why did it take so long for the Order to get to the Ministry at the end of Book Five? I don't know. Maybe it's just. Well, what do you think was going on there? When do you think Snape realized they were gone? When Harry. Yeah, he says that's, he has Padfoot, but it is like Padfoot, and I'm gonna go get him. But then he said he has Pathfoot in the place where it's hidden. Yeah. That means somebody goes to the ministry pretty pretty fast. Yeah. And not even that. Go save Sirius. Uh, Harry as well. But where, where are the Aurors trying to save Sirius? You know? Right. Right. Well, yeah. so, but he says he has Padfoot, the place where it's hidden. He has Snape, snuffles, but Padfoot's in the movie. Snape goes and, and checks the house, finds Sirius. So... Why would Snape do anything more until he realizes that Harry was gone? Why wouldn't he? Says he had it in the place where it's hidden. You tell the order what happens. But he realized that he didn't have Padfoot or Snuffles. Yeah, I know. But you still, if you're anywhere so you're near as smart Harry as Harry having a creepy dream, you have any. If you are anywhere near as smart as we're professing Snape to be, or we're believing Snape to be, you tell somebody the whole story. You don't just swallow sure. it. You know. And at that point, Umbridge. Yes. Yep. 
I hear that. But Snape has the message that something that Harry thinks that something's going on in the ministry. If he tells anybody, it could be it could have been a matter of finding somebody right to tell or Yeah, it's also well, Snape is also whichever side he's working for, he's got to be careful what he does that whatever he does doesn't break. So, if he's contacting order members, it's going to take him and he is good. Mm-hmm. He's going to take him a little longer. Or even if he's bad, you know, if if he's bad, Voldemort can't know that he's contacting order members. You know, it, it's it's and Why does it take tricky... Dumbledore longer than everybody else? Yeah, where was he? He was trying to find Voldemort. I don't. I don't know. I don't Maybe know it's just dramatic. Like, it's just I mean, dramatic. It's you know? cooler to have him come at towards the end. It was well, a little odd that he came by flu powder though in the movie and not with Fox, considering he left with Fox. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm gonna take the flu this time. This is fun. Yeah, why did he come with flu powder? It's uh, strange. Uh, I guess they just wanted continuity. Is, That's how everybody gets into the ministry. You know, yeah. Bellatrix leaves with flu powder. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well. That was good. <laughs> Fun. I think I still I still think any conversation we've had about Snape Evil just never gets to the convincing point, you know. But this, I uh, said that he's directly responsible for the death of Emily and Vance. How did Dumbledore allow the information to get? Mm, maybe it's one of those acceptable losses. Is that terrible? Maybe it's just you know. No, I think you're right. But maybe Snape does, and that's how Snape. He True. Says, yeah, he says death isn't the worst thing. Maybe he's just taking credit for something else. You know, maybe it's not him. You know? Mm. It's true. Maybe Emily Vance and Susan Bones aren't. And Amelia Bones. Susan That's Bones is a student. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, wait a second, what happened? <laughs> um, maybe they're not dead. I think those lines are really <laughs> instrumental and it's at least some people that we think are dead are not. Yeah. You know? Serious. Not Regulus. <laughs> Regulus. Yeah, I think I think Sirius' brother is dead, mostly because Joe said it. <laughs> Joe was asked about Regulus Black, and she said, "Well, he's dead." Yeah. You know, usually she would have just said, "Well, we'll hear more about him in a later book," or you know, something like Could that. Totally gave everything away if he wasn't dead. You want her to ruin all of her big surprise because one person asked her a question? Wouldn't want her to say it. She'll say, well, "You'll find out more about him in a later book." It doesn't have to mean he's alive. Mm. It means you're going to be in a flashback. It means he's going to be inoffensive. It means anything. It means somebody's going to talk about him. Mm. I still Joe think Regulus was alive. I think it'd be cool if he Joe. was. That's all. You don't think it would be cool? No. I don't know why. Just like to bug John. You're being punchy on purpose. I'm punchy. Yeah. Snape is just doing for himself, playing both sides against each yeah. other. That would that would just be ugh. Well, that would make him bad. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd still make him evil. A coward, and don't call Snape hmm? a coward. What does he get out of it? I don't know. If it's survival. Yeah. Well, I think it's a delicate game he's playing either way. You know? He's sort of like... I don't think Snape is looking for ultimate power or anything like that. Anyway. Okay, so... We're going to leave it there for now. We'll all find out on Friday night. Um, <laughs> Snappa. Or Snappa. Um, how, have any of you guys been listening to the show, the tour podcast we've been putting out? We have a little game that we play. Um, see, well, at least one person always goes, yes! And John's going to explain it because he does it better than I do. Oh boy. Okay. Well, it's a dueling game with Harry Potter knowledge, and I name a category, and um, uh, I called two of you up, and you have to go back and forth and name as many things from that category as you can. And it can be a category of people, places, or things, all kinds of stuff like that. The first ones we did was with name as many students as you can. Going back and forth until one of you guys gets stumped. So if you guys want to play, raise your hands and we'll call you up. Okay. So we got, um, how about you and you? 
Okay, first thing we're going to do is um, give us your names and where you're from, and your category will be members of the Order of the Phoenix. Okay, um, I'm Heather, um, and I'm from Marysville, Kansas, which is about four hours north. So, um, I'm Jasmine, and I'm from Wichita. <laughs> so, okay, Albus Dumbledore. Aberforth? Um, Mad-Eye Moody. Emmeline Vance. Frank Longbottom. Uh, Alice Longbottom. Remus Lupin. Gideon Pruitt? I think Gideon Pruitt. <laughs> Sirius Black. James Potter? Lily Potter Evans. Evans Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Hagrid? Ooh. <laughs> We've already said all the, uh, what am I called? Server Snape. <laughs> Kingsley Shacklebolt. Um, me. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, you win. Thank you very much. Good work. A round of applause. Okay. Our winners, by the way, are getting um, Snape buttons, so you can choose whether he's good or evil. Okay. So who wants to play the next round? See, I knew it. You two. You're so cute. Okay, give us your names, and then your category will be candies or sweets or food or drinks from the Harry Potter books and movies and games and theme parks. I'm Lauren, and I'm from uh, Denver, Colorado. I'm Taylor, and I'm and I am from Denver, Colorado. It's like the ultimate showdown right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's sister against sister. Yes. Uh-oh. Chocolate frogs. Birdie bots. wolves. Uh, it's the candy that... Just pick anyone, Taylor. Just pick a... Just butter beer. Uh, pumpkin juice. Poly juice potion. <laughs> Say drink. That would be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> it's okay. Pumpkin pastries. There you go. Cauldron cakes. wants to play our, our next round. Let's get some older people going here. How oh, about yeah. you versus you? Very good, guys. What should both get? Yeah, grab a button. Okay. Your category will be magical creatures. Hagrid. It's Hagrid here. Oh. Oh, my name's Howard, and I'm Stubby Borgman on your board. Oh, cool. Oh. Nice to meet you. Joe Foster... I'm from Augusta, Kansas. Kansas City. Pygmy puffs. Dragons. Hippogriffs. <laughs> Owls. That's all I have. Yeah. Nargles. You said nargles and pygmy puffs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 
total blank right now. Um, well, unicorns. Crumpled horn snorkags. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Archimantulus. Fire crabs. Blast ending scroots. Sphinx. Mm-hmm. You said actual creatures, so they have to be living. Um, well, I, I got away with crumpled horns. Okay. Dementors. Yeah, dementors ought to count as crumpled horns. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Cats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I can't think of the name of the other things that are like cats. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone can think of it right now. And when I walk back over there, I'll remember. Yeah. I'm going to have to give this away. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you very much. Very nice, nice prop, prop action. Oh, Buck Beak. Buck Beak, with a wing. Crookshanks. Kneasel. The Kneasels. Kneasel. Mm. Sorry, dude. And the Krups. Yeah, and the Krups. Kneasels <laughs> and Krups. Flubberworms. Oh, worms. Um All right. Well, all right, what, how about one more here? One more. the big one? Everyone's favorite. Yeah, it is. We got one. Oh, okay. Both you guys, come up. Ba-doop, boop. Ba-doop, boop. The category will be spells, jinx, curses, incantations. I'm Kelly. I'm from Denver. I'm Kelly, the wizard mom, <laughs> on the board. I'm Alicia from Augusta. Lumos. Knox. Expecto Patron. Expelliarmus. Levi Corpus. Crucio. Sectusempra. Imperio. Septusempra. Avada Kedavra. Stupefy. Reducto. Impedimenta. Serpent Sarcia. You just give it up? Oh, it's done. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. You win. Bombarda Maxima. Bombarda Maxima. Expecto Patrona Maxima. Maxima. Cadaver Maxima. Uh, okay. So, thank, thank you, guys. Well, this now is our last and favorite part of the show. is when you guys get to... Let's you have some thoughts, your theories, stuff. questions, ideas, things you want to do. So, um, come over. Come over. Where do we have room more? Um... We We're going to start a line over here. A line over there. And back. And the back. And so, and so, don't be shy. Come up if you want. If you have something you want to discuss, Potter, anything from any of the books. Anything of the books. And let's just start a line because it's easier than waiting for let's everybody to line, line up. Uh, my name is Jared, and I'm from Wichita. I don't know. People haven't really talked about it. And the way she writes it, you kind of forget about it, is in the second book, the whole reason that Hagrid was... Uh, framed was so that Voldemort could stay over the summer and that's the whole reason he gets framed for it and we never really hear if he was actually able to stay over the summer so I was wondering what you thought about it what would he be up to over the summer? Well that would be the question right? Imagine a whole summer with very little teacher influence, no students around the grounds to himself, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Why would they allow That's anybody dangerous. to do that? Actually, someone like Voldemort. Yeah, I mean, clearly they knew exactly what he was going to become. Clearly. But yeah, he totally was framed just for that reason. That's oh, awful. good idea. Good plan. Well, not not really a good plan, but. <laughs> I'm Kendra. I'm from Kansas City, and thank you guys for coming, and I'm sure you're exhausted. Oh, thank you for driving and driving to see us. Um, my question is kind of about the fandom. What do you guys think will happen if Harry dies? What will happen? to this what will happen to the fandom and the fans and do you think there'll be you know big movie turned out and just 
I don't know. I'd be heartbroken. I don't know if I can keep going on to the movies if I know that Harry's going to die. So I haven't even begun to let myself think yeah. about that because yeah. I'm so convinced that he's going to live. You think he will die? You didn't read the spoilers, oh did you? No, I'm just asking because never because people 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 come up and say I'm I'm convinced. I'm like, now you got to worry. Oh no! Oh no! Don't have books in Vegas, right? Oh, girls, like, like, like hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I know. I know. That's why I'm ready with the water bottle. I'm just, I read on the internet. No, 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 no. I'm going to throw the water. Um, But no, I mean, I was really worried about what would happen to the movie this time around. I was like, oh, yeah, a week before the book, the movie's not. Meantime, it's breaking all sorts of records. It's probably going to be the biggest Harry Potter movie ever. And, you know, so I, I just. Everybody's psyched up for it. That's well, cool. I just can't. Un- you can't underestimate this fandom. If he yeah. dies, well. We'll deal with it, you know. Go to his graveyard at the amusement park. Exactly. And, you know. We're gonna do a little, little. What's it called? The the, the etchings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll let you etch his gravestone. Yeah, they'll give you a, p- a pencil and a piece of paper, and you, you know. Yeah, like charcoal. Light, lightning bullet shaped monument. You know, it'll be. No, he's Aww. not gonna die. But I, but I, I'm, I'm more worried about what happens just either way now to all this, and you know, it's been fun, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Hi, um, I'm Katie, and I'm from right here in Wichita. And um, I have a couple of them. First of all, like there's a lot of debate, of course, about um, whether Harry will survive. I'm an English lit major, so I read a lot. I, I've, I come across some kind of, I don't know what you call it, not so much a prophecy, but like a saying that is often like follows a pattern in mythology. And um, I don't remember what genre of mythology it was from, but the saying was, when you set out on a mission of revenge, you must begin by digging two graves, one for your enemy and one for yourself. Oh. And so um, I'm, I'm sure that with the literary background that, that JKR has, that she would be aware of something like that. And whether she chooses to follow it or not, of course, we'll find out. That convinces me that, that Harry's gone. I'm sorry. But um, also, this is kind of, it's a little bit far-fetched, but um, I, I, I like talking about it. It um, has to do with one, the location of one of the Horcruxes. And we, we hear, I think it's in the first book, Dumbledore says, scars can be very useful. I, for one, have one above my left knee that's an exact map of the London Underground. And we don't see the London Underground much except for when they're going to and from Hogwarts. But there was also an inscription on the inside of Tom Riddle's diary in the second book that specifically stated the the street shop in London where where the diary was purchased. And that I don't remember the name of that street. I really wish I could. What what was Full Hall Road. Okay. Well that road happens to be on on the same on the same line as King's Cross on the London Underground. Yes I've looked at maps I am horribly geeky about this, but, um, so, um, to me that had some significance in suggesting, um, and it's also been mentioned that the Gringotts vaults are directly beneath the London Underground. Um, maybe the, that where the vaults are exactly follows the streets of the London Underground. So the location of, of the diary, um, if that has any significance, might indicate which vault one of the Horcruxes might be in. And just because they're underground, to me, it would be the Hufflepuff one because it's a badger and whatnot. <laughs> so. That's mine, just that Dumbledore's scar might have some kind of significance in helping them find one of them. So. How are they going to get access to the scar? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I don't want to see him walking around with a Dumbledore leg <laughs> chopped off, like a plastic bag. Maybe. Oh, okay. I guess the photo would probably work better well, than Or they can just get a tube map. Leg. You get uh, a tube map yeah. available everywhere. But it wouldn't be on skin. Oh, I don't know how that would work better than a tube map. I don't know either. <laughs> Though I, I, it's interesting that the it's Vol, it's Volhor or Vauxhall. I don't know how to say it. Vauxhall, but I, pff, whatever. Um, 
is where he got. I don't. I don't know. I wonder. I thought. The, I thought the significance was just that it's Muggle. You know, it's from a Muggle shop. I don't know. Well, thank you. Mm. You think Dumbledore was just kidding about that scar? No, he's for sure has it. I'm sure. But why? Why say it? Why have we never even funny. seen it? I think it's just funny. You know how complicated the map of the tubes are? That's why it's, it's funny. There's like a hundred lines everywhere in each direction. That's why it's funny. Yeah, but it's funny, but no way he actually has one. Okay, because Hogwarts is real. No, you know what But you know what I mean? You're talking about implausible things. Stuff like, on your leg that's a scar that has a hundred... What the hell? It's funny. I think it's hilarious. I think that's why I think it's a joke. No, it's not a joke. He really... I bet you he, he perfectly has it. I bet you he has it. Mm. But it, it's interesting that he says scars may come in useful. I mean, it's come in useful for like warning of the dark lord before but not really useful yet so that might be you know that might return oh it also it's dumbledore with muggle things which we all know he loves i wonder if he's muggle born and his brother uh well colin creepy okay i'm sorry okay i'm jasmine i'm from wichita and i'm really good friends with matt vines oh cool oh matt vines okay um really it's pretty cool it's kind of it's a theory on Hermione. Um, I just don't think that because she's so tied to school, I just don't think that she's going to follow Harry away from school to do all this venturing. I think she's going to help him in ways, but I just don't think that she will leave school altogether. And I think in some ways that'll hurt him and Ron in their journey because they depend on her a lot to save them. But um, I just think because she's so tied to school and that's been her whole life, and she's so tied to McGonagall. That's her idol. I just don't think that she's going to leave school. And I think it's going to hurt Harry in the end. Somehow. Some way. Mm. Hermione not leaving school. It's going to take a crane to probably lift her out of Hogwarts to leave school. Yeah, but don't you think make, like following Harry is... I mean, she said, she as much as said yeah. at the end of six that we're going with you. Like, Yeah. <laughs> they expect, she expected that. Yeah. And she's like prepared herself for it. So she, you know she's signed up for a takeaway program for the year so that she can do her newts at the end of the year from on Dragon back doing the newts. Like you know it, you know. She talked to McGonagall, set it all up, got a time turner. No, she didn't because there are none left. The real Emma Watson. Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay, so I'm pretty sure a lot of people already talked about the whole Harry being a horcrux, but I just want to talk about it because I like my idea. So, (laughs) sorry. All right, so I'm just thinking he's a horcrux because with the whole thing, I know someone has said that Voldemort just used Harry to try and make a horcrux, and since it backfired on him, he wouldn't be able to make another one, and that's all it was. But I'm thinking that with the whole scar thing and the whole connection between him and Voldemort, that's what makes it seem like a, a Horcrux because he's got a connection with Nagini and she's a Horcrux. So why not Harry be a Horcrux and he's got the same connection? Plus, he can speak parcel tongue and he uses he has the same powers as Voldemort. He might as well be a Horcrux because it just seems like he might have a part of his soul in him now. So that just makes sense to me. It's good logic. I just and there's a lot of good logic behind the Harry Horcrux thing. But just the one thing that I just can't get over is that the whole purpose of Having Horcruxes, I guess, is so you could live forever. So why would you want a Horcrux that is capable of dying like Nagini, to be two mean. of your Horcruxes? Yeah, like well, Nagini or Harry. The, the Harry's supposed to be unintentional. So Nagini wasn't, but Nagini being intentional. But I think I think Dumbledore might have been wrong about Nagini, which leaves the purpose of the conversation of that conversation about Nagini being to prove that you can make a living thing a Horcrux, which is worrisome for the theory. But here's my thing on the theory: if this is true, if it's a Horcrux connection. Ginny or the, the Tom Riddle diary 
would have had a connection with Voldemort, even the soul conscious Voldemort, even not having a body in book two. They were active for a year, yet Voldemort didn't know that his Horcrux had been active or destroyed. Um, so how do you, you know, how, how come they don't have a connection, but Harry, if Harry's a Horcrux, he has a connection. Do you know what I mean? Why does what? Well, he might not know. If, if, if it was accidental and Voldemort doesn't know that Harry's a Horcrux, then, then, you know, but it's still a very shady theory. Right, but the diary's not a living object. Right, but the, but the, the Horcrux itself, it was like, was like charmed to be conscious more than other Horcruxes are. You know, it was, it was, um, pretty much a living thinking Tom. So that didn't have a connection with Voldemort. But Harry would. I don't know. I don't know. It's just my... I thought Dumbledore would have suspected that Harry might be... You know what I mean? And hopefully he would have said something. Oh, by the way, Harry, you might be one of them. Yeah. I don't know. When, when, when Dumbledore sits you down and says, I'm going to tell you everything, you're a horcrux. Should have come up in that conversation. Yeah. And it didn't. You'd think. Right. Yet. Right. No, that's not one, but yet. We'll, we'll fi- I'm sure we'll find out what Gryffindor object was sure. the horcrux. Remaining relic um, that he knows of. I don't know. Right? Uh, we'll find I, out. I mean, They're going to Godric's Hollow, right? So, yeah. Thank you. I'm Ellie, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was just wondering who you thought the wealthy owner of the Riddle House is, because she mentions it at the beginning of Goblet of Fire, and she kind of says it's for tax reasons, but it's kind of left unexplained. <laughs> Maybe Lucius. That guy's got more money than he needs. <laughs> He's probably buying up property for investments. Maybe it's just became lore that, that you know, maybe it was its owned and in the Riddle family and it just became lore in the because they're a secretive clan yeah. in the in the town that it's owned. But it could it could totally be Lucius. You know? Maybe it's yeah. Tom Riddle. He had plenty of money, his family was rich. Though You could always steal money. I no, mean, I, t- I take that back. He, the, the, his family, I take it. I totally take it back. His family abandoned him. He didn't have any money. Well, I mean, you're a wizard. You have magic. You could you could take advantage of Muggle finances quite easily. <laughs> Especially if you're Voldemort. Yeah. yeah. Oh, could be cause to do so. Thank you. Like your necklace. Hi, hi. My name's Ryan. Whoa. <laughs> calm it down. Calm it down. My name's Ryan Robinson from Bonner Springs, Kansas. Um, we haven't really heard a lot about the Longbottoms too much, but we ha- we do know like how they became in the state they're in. They were tortured. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question is that the book states that they were tortured for information about Voldemort's whereabouts. And my question is like, where does this fall in like the timeline of things, and what information would they have known that the Dumble- that the Death Eaters wouldn't have known that would have put them in that situation? Really, because. If if they knew something enough that they would be tortured for it, then I, I don't know what they knew that the Death Eaters didn't. Do we know what their jobs were? Well, Frank was an They were So if they were in charge, of, if they're working with law enforcement, wouldn't it make sense that they would know where, where Voldemort a suspected, was? you know, criminal? Yeah, maybe. I think this ties into the three ways in which the Longbottoms have defied Voldemort. Maybe there were more public ways than the ways in which the Potters defied Voldemort. So, you know, the Potters are dead. So if the, if the, if the Longbottoms were so, were so close to the fire and had dealt with Voldemort before, <laughs> dealt with him, like a business deal. <laughs> um, maybe that's why. But yeah, if they were working in law enforcement, they might, yeah. they might, you know, maybe he was going to do it later, but he was already dead. It was after Harry's parents were killed that this happened. It was like shortly after. They say it's like shortly after or at some point after they go and they... And they my question is, where was Neville when this happened? That's right my question. Right there watching. Right the there watching. Thing. Why didn't they kill Neville? They didn't see him. He was being quiet. <laughs> quiet as a baby. Looking for Trevor. Yeah. Thank you. A tadpole. 
I'm Emily from Kansas City, and I was wondering, if Harry is a horcrux, is it possible that the name Severus, Sever Us, has to do with him, like, helping to, like, sever Voldemort, Voldemort's soul from Harry's body so that he's no longer a horcrux? Yeah. Hmm. Sever Us. Sever Us. It makes me think of the the uh, silver instrument that had the two snakes come out. Right, but essentially one is what Voldemort yeah, said. So, but, but in essence, divided. But in essence, divided. And My question about this whole Harry's Horcrux thing is how in book five we see Voldemort possess Harry and it's he can't stand to be in a, in a body so marked with love. How does a piece of his soul go and live with Harry for 15, 16, 17 years? You know? Yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah. Oh, man, that, that'd make him pretty miserable. Yeah, I'd make him not a nice guy to be around, but it's a piece of him. It's not the whole thing. Right. Would be as powerful as the whole thing. But he can have his blood running through his... Well, Harry's. And that was instrumental in bringing, him, bringing his body back. So I can sort of see how that more happens than a soul. I don't know. And again, I, I'm sorry. Again, the whole in essence divided thing. If that was if that was Dumbledore saying, well, Harry's a horcrux, then how come in book six he doesn't say, oh, by the way, you're one of them? You know what I mean? It, yeah, but Dumbledore sort of said that he learned that lesson in five. Like he said, yeah. I didn't, you know, come Acknowledge on. Acknowledge older and work on figuring out right. how to overcome it. Right. Hold on. Or my sister and I and a friend were talking about the Horcruxes a couple of weeks ago and possibilities for the Ravenclaw Horcrux, which we don't know for sure. And we really like the theory about the the tiara that is mentioned being in the room of requirement. Um, but my sister, we were also talking about Antipodean opalize, and my sister was like, "Oh my gosh, the opals from Borgen and Burks." And I think this it would be a possibility too because it would explain why the opals are so hard to um acquire um the the effect that happened and if you think about it you know the dumbledore's hand after he destroyed the ring that i mean obviously the other horcruxes have a lot of or more powerful magic and so we thought that would be an option as well and it would also make sense that it was found in borgen and burks which is one of the places that we know tom riddle um in, well, not necessarily inhabited, was the, was there for a while, and so the only thing we couldn't figure out is it, the last we heard about the opals is that it was with Snape. So I don't know. We talked about the little bit of the opals yesterday. Yesterday they came up. It's interesting. Almost the exact same thing came up yesterday about the opals. With the opals can be activated to turn into a dragon. No, that didn't come up. Oh no, that'd be well, cool. Let's be like Power Rangers a little bit. <laughs> Well, opal. I always thought that opal. I just referred to like the the shine or the the color, the the you know, the timber. What they look like is what the eyes look like. Um, but you know, opals may. I mean, opals has been in the name of a chapter. There's been that cursed opal necklace has been very important. So yeah, yeah, silver and opals. And so yeah, yeah. I mean, opals has there's a there's an opal there's a there's a stopper there's a bottle in grimo place that's a it looks like blood and it's stoppered with an opal so yeah totally i mean yeah all right my name's howard and i've got one uh i'm thinking bill weasley will come back to hogwarts as the defense against the dark arts teacher and head of gryffindor house because hagrid was booted so he can't be head of gryffindor house and i think we're kind of looking past something in all of the books you don't hear harry say anything about running into seventh years in the hallways the only time he really sees seventh years is at the quidditch matches or on the quidditch pitch so here i don't know whether in england it's the same but here if you've got enough credits your senior year of school you only have to take like half 
half days, and the rest of the day you can go do work or internships. Do you know, an internship. Well, with Bill Weasley as the defense against the dark arts teacher, he can send him on assignments. Say, well, he's he's out looking for this. He's out doing this because it's an assignment for his defense against the dark arts, and that gets Harry around the ministry too. Assignment: kill Voldemort. <laughs> I like it. That's a really cool idea. No, I like it. What? Well, he could be on like a way program, like yeah. you know, he could just sort of get get an honorary degree. I mean, I'm sorry if he kills Voldemort and they don't give him an honorary degree. I'm just you know, I'm done with Hogwarts. Like that's it. Yeah. G E G E magic. Hi, my name's Jennifer. Um, glad you're here. Um, I was thinking along the lines that um, when Dumbledore first met Tom, he mentioned to Harry how he liked to collect trinkets from the people he had hurt. And if he had hurt Neville's parents, that maybe he took something from them that I don't know if Neville would have or somebody else, but would be a trinket from someone he hurt. I don't know about that because it wasn't Voldemort. It was the, it, you know, uh, he was he was killed. But what if um, that's why he went after Amelia Bones? What if they're descendants of Hufflepuff and she had the cup? Mm. And that's why he went for it. I don't know. Maybe. Susan Bones. Huh? No, Amelia Bones. Oh, Amelia Bones. Amelia Bones. Right? Didn't they say that Amelia Bones was killed by Voldemort? They think. Right. And that's Susan Bones's aunt. Correct. And then her and then her parents were killed as well. Man, he's wiping them all out. What the heck? Yeah. No Sue, Sue, right here, would go squee. No, no more Ollivander either. Hi guys, my name's uh, Eric. I'm from here, Wichita. Hello. Um, I read it on the internet. No, I'm just playing. Uh, she wasn't paying attention, so that's that's okay. <laughs> this is kind of a goofy theory, but I just thought that maybe a big mulligan, I guess, was that actually Stan Schoenpike was actually a bad guy, and it would be right in our face the entire time, and voila, uh, he really is like the second coming of uh, Voldemort or something Whoa. like that. So, Stan Schoenpike. Dan Shunpike is evil. The big evil. Not even evil. The second coming, he's like the guy. Mr. Kettle of Knuckleduck. That would have I would I would be surprised if that if that was the case. That's the point. That would surprise it's a big me. surprise. All right. Awesome. Well thank you. Hi, my name's Meredith. I'm from Kansas City. And I just thought of this literally like three minutes ago, so might be off and there's probably some good arguments against it. In regards to what we, kind of what we were saying earlier is what um, made Dumbledore instill his trust or instill trust in Stape. My friends and I were kind of talking about the whole Godric Godric's hollow thing and like if there was somebody there, like if there was somebody more there that we don't know of. And maybe um, I don't know, maybe Snape was there. Didn't real like went with Voldemort and he killed them and he somehow realized or witnessed Harry become a Horcrux. He told Dumbledore, but he hasn't told Voldemort, and so maybe that's why Dumbledore, Dumbledore, <laughs> um, like that's why he trusts him, and maybe that's what Dumbledore doesn't want to tell Harry. But I know we said that he should have learned his lesson, but I don't know. I just thought of it. Thought maybe that was interesting. Hmm. Hmm. That one. Though the sever us thing is giving me pause. For yeah. real, it really is. Yeah. Like, sever us. Yeah. You know, sever our connection. Sever. Sever himself from us. Divide us. Divide this group of people, you know? I think that whatever reason Dumbledore has for trusting Snape probably has a lot to do with that night. Yeah. I think he was there. Snape, Pettigrew. Maybe they did their un- unbreakable vow that night. Sure. They did their unbreakable vow that night. <laughs> well, does the invisibility cloak have other uses? I mean... I hope not. It's an invisibility cloak. You know, seriously, warmth. (laughs) 
Yeah. Or maybe you needed it for something as opposed to someone. Maybe it was covering an item. A horcrux. Potentially. Okay, well, we like to end since we're since we're coming on the end now. We're gonna end these sh- this show with a l- big liver die. If I remember liver die, we used to do it on podcast. Um, all right, so we're gonna name a character. You just shout out if you think they're gonna live or they're gonna die. If you think they're gonna, what you want to happen? Because we say like you know, Draco, and everybody's like live, and then you, you go, well, do you just really want him to live? You know, or like mm-hmm. Molly, and we realize like after like ten minutes that it's everybody we want to live, everybody screams live, Aww. everybody we want to die, everybody screams die. So. Okay, how about we'll start with Hermione. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Whoa, really? Seriously? Nice. Then how come when we asked you before, everybody said live? Seriously, we changed all your minds. Wow, okay. Uh, Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> Draco Malfoy. Agrid. This is a very die die friendly town. Um, uh, Remus Lupin. Seamus Finnegan. <laughs> Who cares? Okay. Um, Ginny Weasley. There you go. Luna Lovegood. Neville Longbottom. Yeah, it's a mixed one, huh? Um, Neville's grandmother. Yeah, oh. Okay, that's fine. She's old. Grubbly Plank. You use Grubbly Plank. I did, just to not, just to Grubbly get you. Plank. Dollish. You're using all my characters. I know. That's not fair. Just annoying you. Um, Madame Maxine. Maxime. I think she could be a casualty of the giants bringing the giants over. Squishner? It would depress Hagrid so much that he would go into rage and like fight Voldemort himself and get whacked with it within two seconds. Eh. Like, get out of here, Hagrid. <laughs> like in the movie. Eh. Yeah. How um, many spells do you think can bounce off Hagrid? Not the Avada Kedavra. Yeah, but like... He's like dragon skin kind of guy, you know? He's kind of dragon skinned. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Bill Weasley. Friends. 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 I was like, friends? <laughs> all of Did your friends. Did that die? Yeah, all your friends. Live or die. You're all going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joey's going to get canceled. <laughs> oh. Lisa Kujo should live. Okay. Ah, uh, la, la, la. Oh, well. I can't. We're out of characters, except for the big one, the big final character, Severus Snape. Live or all right, Wichita, we will see. Thank you guys for coming out. Thank and thank you for the grapes. The grapes are awesome. We killed all the grapes. We did. Live or die. The grapes die. We've missed it. Dobby is free. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> 